0: Hello, Josiah. Hope you enjoy this recording. Uh,
1: okay. I'm sorry, right. Josiah.
2: Um. <clears throat> all right. So, Alien, True Detective.
1: <laughs> you haven't seen it. You wouldn't. You know, I've been trying to get you to watch it for like.
2: I 10 listen, days or I know. Listen, I've been working on my midterms. Okay, mm, I really want to see fun. the scene where Matthew McConaughey like aggressively sucks on the cigarette. I think sure. that'll be great. Why sure. is he so? He looks so angry in that picture.
1: I mean, that show is like a lot of him just being like, like life, is, like he's is a nightmare. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so wait, he's some kind of like Louisiana lawman. That's the, yeah, of
1: the yeah, yeah,
3: the serial he's television the, show.
1: Yeah, he's like a he's. It was like a. It's like a. a it was like an eight episode miniseries. Um, that, like, they made more seasons of it that, like, weren't as good. Um, but, yeah, it's about, like, uh Louisiana lawman.
2: Yeah, Henry, uh, for context, this is what we're talking about, this image. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay,
1: interesting.
0: So, yeah, yeah. You, you, a... We were talking about sexuality, and you brought up this show, and I told you I don't watch television, so I don't really know what it sure.
1: is. The show actually doesn't have that much to do with sexuality. I just was, I, I wanted to do, like, a cold open where we, where we talked about it, but I was thinking I was going to skip it, but uh, Finch beat me to it anyway. <laughs> mm. uh, I mean yeah.
2: like I want to see it because you told me it deals like it has a lot of Christian themes but also like simultaneously like nihilist themes which is very interesting, I mean, very I interesting. Mean,
1: it's it's more pessimist than nihilist but uh. like um, yeah I mean uh, it, uh, but to be honest okay like this is alright just to like get what my end point of it is one of the things I think is interesting for that show is that in my mind a lot of uh, it has like a lot of these scenes where just like a character, especially I think McConaughey's character, will just kind of like talk extemporaneously about like their view views or whatever. And one of the things I think is interesting about that show is that rather than using like character characterized characters and characterization as a way to get at philosophical themes, it sort of uses um, overt philosophical themes as a mode of characterization. So in my mind, really, the point of him doing that is not really to say to the audience, like, this is what I, the writer, believe. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the writer has said that he, like, doesn't really think very much like Matthew McConaughey's character. It's more so just to, like, give you information about this guy and how he sees the
2: world. That is a very interesting way of doing that.
1: I don't know, I think I just think that's neat.
2: Yeah, no, I think that's a very neat way of writing, because you really don't... A lot of the times, like, in Midnight Mass and, like, other series, you will see, like, certain characters that kind of convey the creator's viewpoint
1: mm, gotcha. so that's
2: a, that's a very refreshing refreshing subversion of it i'll have to check it out i later. haven't
1: i haven't seen it's funny all you guys have been talking about is this, this uh vampire show for a while
2: yeah i know uh, this is the thing alien like i feel like that would like fresh that show would frustrate you to no end but at the same mm. time i kind of want you to see it just because
1: <laughs> what's it on what streaming services it it's on
2: netflix it's on
1: I was on Netflix. Fuck. Yeah. I think my brother has an account on Netflix. Yeah. Um I I used to share one with it with one of our roommates, but that that doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that one lapsed. Um. But I don't. I don't know. I don't really watch a lot of TV to be honest. Which is like at some point I kind of wanted to watch Game of Thrones, and then mm. I I so I, I saw it with you in like. I started watching it, like, at exactly the point everyone says it gets bad. Wait, Game of Thrones, this
0: is, like, uh, Lord of the Rings, but with uh, tits and ass, right?
2: Right, yeah, yeah, it's the sex, Lord of the Rings. Oh, that sounds (laughs) terrible.
0: I also thought it was a show where, like, the books weren't finished when they recorded it or something. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's the thing,
2: is, like, George Martin just kind of gave up. Um, when I, but when alien, I your take you. on that. Alien, your take on Sounds that. Sounds like I was a watching
0: terrible it. television show. Why did so many people watch this? Because <laughs> they really want to see like people in costumes get it get it in.
2: To be generous, there is some very interesting like writing like about like political finessing and you know chicanery.
1: I mean, most of the minute by minute show from what I've seen is like people like in rooms talking, <laughs> and they.
2: Well, it's like. <sighs> Uh, well, actually, no. I want to hear your take because when I was watching season eight, you had the funniest take on what? Game of Thrones.
1: What that it was like? It was just people say you. It was just people being like, "Look, Daenerys is clearly evil. Jon Snow is fucking up." And they're just like cut to a, like a new scene where like guys would be like on a bridge looking down and just tell each other that Daenerys was evil and that Jon Snow is <laughs> about to fuck up. <laughs> And then, like, I just, like, would leave and then come back and, like, two ugly people would be having sex. And, (laughs) like, uh, and then, like, two weeks later, it's like, guys, you're never going to believe this. Like, Daenerys became evil and Jon Snow (laughs) shouldn't have trusted her. (laughs) <laughs> and like people were crying people were like <laughs> posting that they had like lost faith in like humanity like i don't yeah, know it was, it was very bad baffling memory.
2: it was pretty yeah, bad i feel hurt. like
0: this stuff in like video games is all really perverse and uh destructive to the human soul
1: just in terms of like the depiction of sex like a depiction of sex on screen i'm
0: trying to think about the last i think the last tv show that i actually watched was uh mad men did you all see that
1: i saw no, the first I mean, episode I... of mad men Actually, no, I did watch Mad Men. I watched Mad Men. Uh, <laughs> I can't even see people's names. I, I, I watched Mad Men over a friend of mine's uh, house in high school one time uh, mm-hmm. with his brother. I remember it being pretty good. Um... As far as Game of Thrones, like, from what I understand, in the books, there's a lot more, there's a lot, like, it's less, like, sex-focused, and there's a lot more of, like, really long, like, extremely detailed, explanation, like, descriptions of food, and, like, how mm. each type of food tastes, and, like, the different, but I guess that just doesn't translate to an audiovisual medium as well. I
0: think the Damn. series, um, in general, are just a terrible format. Like, probably a, a mini-series, like, Wolf Hall, or rome or the borgias those are like you know reasonable productions of a historical drama that you can watch and enjoy but with Mm -hmm. stuff like Mad Men, or i really haven't seen game of thrones so i can't comment on it but didn't game of thrones have like how many seasons did it have i felt like it went on forever
2: it had like eight seasons yeah
0: that's crazy give me eight episodes like i can enjoy like I, I watched recently i forget what it's called now but i watched some german uh, miniseries about uh julius caesar i think and uh it was all in latin <laughs> in mm. german uh-huh. like the romans actually spoke like period correct latin And i think it was maybe like six or eight or ten episodes like that's fine you know i don't need more than that you know
1: right this yeah, movie
0: you all have watched
1: the longest movie I've watched, hold on, let me just go to letterbox and search by length. Um, you have it I all in it.
0: a database?
1: Yeah. Um, my friend o- to see what movies I saw so he could talk about them. Oh, the
0: fuck. longest film oh, I ever I watched hold was on. The, the Condition of Man by name, uh, Kobayashi.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, Josiah Baba Bowie, that.
0: Wait, what happened? No, he
1: can see. No, never mind. mind. Uh, Keep going.
0: I was just going to say, I think the longest movie I ever watched was The Condition of Man, or The Human Condition. in by Oh, I thought that's good, Nashi. right? Yeah, it's like very a good, part. but it was like yeah. I think it took us 10 hours to watch the whole thing.
1: I don't think I've seen a single thing that's that long. Because that's also broken, broken up into parts, right? Isn't that like... Yeah, we watched it all to as like...
0: one thing, so I don't know. It might be like three films. I guess it's probably three films that we just watched back to back to back. Mm-hmm. But it's like one, it's not like a see, it it's one thing. It's You see what I'm saying? It's not like Star Wars 1, 2, 3, right? No, yeah, I was It's like if Star Wars 1 was 10 hours long.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what was the longest um, movie you've ever seen, Finch?
2: Uh,
1: oh, um,
2: oh. Probably The Irishman.
0: How long was I, that?
2: Oh, that was like more than three hours.
0: I I didn't um, see that. I should probably see that.
2: The, uh, the longest, longest movie I watched this year, I think, was Elvis. Um...
1: That's a really long movie. That's like three hours, three plus hours. I know, hours but like it. the,
2: but like it's got like such ADD editing that it doesn't feel like it. It feels like you're there for about an hour.
0: Interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, we never got Alien. What's your your long longest film?
1: Oh, uh, the Ten Commandments.
0: Oh, Decalogue that's, with uh, Charlton Heston.
1: Yeah, that's three hours forty minutes.
0: That's pretty long. Yeah. The yeah. thing with Human Condition is it's such a gripping and engrossing story, you feel like you were in a prisoner of war camp in Manchuria, you know? It's right, like when right. you finish the thing, it's like I, I, in some sense, was myself a prisoner of war. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in this but there's,
1: oh, yeah But there is sort of a, there is television that doesn't really endeavor to tell a story. There, you know, I mean, think of like Seinfeld or something. It's just meant to sort of be a platform for telling jokes yeah i've never
0: uh. really got into it like i've never sat down and been like i'm gonna watch the office i'm gonna watch seinfeld like why would you do that if it's like well on you don't really an watch it or like something it. i'd like laugh i guess but
1: you just gotta um... watch it with all, right isn't that the oh i'm sorry god
2: no we gotta get into the introduction <laughs>
1: <laughs> do we Oh, uh, okay
2: uh... Hello, welcome everybody. It is your host Shaka Al uh better known as Finch, uh, coming at you live on this Saturday morning uh, from Mammonburg. Uh, we're doing something, <laughs> we're doing something different uh, today, uh, as yeah. my three co-hosts are all off the show. But uh, that's okay because I am joined by two very special guests, uh, Henry J. Wallace. Introduce yourself, Henry.
0: Hello, my name's Henry Wallace. I'm the host of Forms Podcast, and I'm happy to be here and talking to uh, my good friend Finch.
2: Thank you, Henry. And we also have Alien, friend of the show, former editor...
1: Well, no. I mean, I've I've been I've i've sort of ha- in a Gandalf the White form. I've, I've come back
2: and Gandalf the White yeah. form.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, tell me, call me by my new name.
2: Oh, Stewie Griffin DJ. Uh,
0: that- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a new friend. I got my old friend Finch and my new fa- friend Stewie Griffin DJ. Yes.
2: <laughs> Stewie Griffin DJ. What are you gonna put yeah, the, yeah. on the
0: boards for us today, Stewie?
1: On the boards? What do you mean? Like, what am I spinning? Yeah. I'm going to throw on, um... Finally, it's happened to me. Like, throw on that fucking mm. joint. I, mm. I think I'm going to put on some kind of, like, 90s European dance stuff is what I'm going to focus on. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, mm. Maybe you throw on, like, Alice DJ, some kind of... Maybe if, if things pop up and a lot of people start dancing, I'm going to throw on some kind of uh, Too Unlimited. Throw that down there. Mm. Th- that's, you know... That's sort of the area of thinking of it. And again, like, you know, in a maybe slip in some late 70s uh, disco, but that's. More, oh. you, know.
0: mm.
2: you had a very complex answer for this. I'm impressed.
0: Fish, do you ever <laughs> watch uh, DJ videos on the internet?
2: Yes. I do not. Are he you does.
0: familiar with H O R? No. Uh, this is a, a really nice uh, DJ. I don't know. I guess you'd call it a channel. It's also a venue, but it's extremely small in Berlin. Sure. And mm-hmm. they uh, just have a really nice room where they, you know, I think it started during COVID and they bring in great DJs and just put them on the live stream and let them roll. It's a great.
1: Really good. Recommend it.
2: So Henry. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are we cutting out the whole discussion from earlier? I thought that was pretty good. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We cut um, everything. I don't
0: care. It. I'm only doing this because Finch is my friend.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, right. we just did a very long cold open, so...
1: Sure. And by the way, the theme was the Breaking Bad theme. It wasn't the usual theme. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing I'm to say.
2: How does it feel to be the most talked about orthodox theologian on the Twitter sphere?
0: Is that, <laughs> is that what you think I am? Yeah. I'm just that's... some guy. I don't consider myself an orthodox theologian. That true? I don't really think people talk about me very much.
2: I mean, just people kind do. I'm a talk marginal
0: about you. figure.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know the great David Bentley Hart. So.
0: That is true. I'm I'm blessed to have spoken with him on a few different occasions, but uh, you know I don't really feel like I make any particular contribution. I just come out and try to facilitate interesting discussions and give right. interesting people a platform to speak. I think as a podcast host, that's really what I'm supposed to do. I was proposed to do forms podcast actually by my friend uh, at Floss Furman, and he was like, you know, let's co-host a podcast. I want you to be william f buckley jr and to interview people and kind of you know debate with them and uh that never really materialized both because floss Furman, i think he got too busy with other stuff and couldn't work on the podcast and because i'm not really a debate bro like i'm you know what i mean i'm not a debate i'm not matt sure. bruning you know i'm not here to uh kill people with args i just uh, like to discuss things in a more friendly way so that's right. kind of my my thing right well,
2: uh i am glad <laughs> to hear that you two will not fight since i know you are both very different in your belief systems
1: uh uh come on you're inciting it
2: now. i'm not inc- <laughs> i'm not inciting it
0: i think if people i think i will address one thing finch i think some people read my tweets and think i'm like some kind of angry like vindictive i don't know what they think i'm some hostile guy if you get in a space with me unless you're literally spouting insults at somebody or just talking total nonsense. I'm very, like, low-key. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I really have. Do you, Alien, do you feel intimidated by our discussion so far? No. No, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just spent the last two hours rocking the baby in the rocker because he's a little sick. Oh. He's just kind of drooling on my chest. I'm not, like, in a mood to tear somebody a new one. Henry II. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's just got the sniffles. Mm. <clears throat> it was sad because I wanted to go to the beach today, but it is what it is. <laughs>
2: um so
3: God. <laughs> what do did, you want to talk about, <laughs> to talk about today?
2: Um, I don't know. If you guys wanted to talk, um I, I know like we don't have a lot of well, Henry does, but the, we don't we don't have a lot of paperwork to go off of. But um you both paperwork. had very interesting takes the other day about the the thing that I feel like is very similar between the two of you is that you're both very deep thinkers. You very much ponder okay, things.
1: Okay, don't don't overstate it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alien, yeah. you're underselling yourself. Um All right. But you both had very um very interesting takes um the other day about uh, masculinity, femininity, what is biblical masculinity and femini- uh, femininity? And you're seeing this a lot on Twitter now, you know. You're seeing like ortho bros and Tradcaps being like the muscly dudes being like wanting to be vikings and then you have like the the traditional f- uh femininity which is like being a homemaker and blah blah blah. And I want to I want to hear your takes about why this has become so prevalent in, oh, in, why is in the, the last few so years prevalent yes yes oh i it think so
0: it's prevalent. it's a completely materially determined phenomenon i think that's why we mm. see it happening in multiple different religions right mm-hmm. just like we see kind of uh, i don't want to use the term violent extremism because it's overused but no, sure you know we see across multiple different religions a form of what is particularly narrow-minded shallow and aggressive Uh, variants of the religion so in hinduism this exists and islam and christianity and multiple religions this exists i think it's a a product of the alienation basically conditions of living as a modern subject i mean people are working uh and living in ways which are highly isolating i mean i think covid broke a lot of people's brains Finch,
2: i certainly agree with that
0: like a lot of people i've talked to were like normal before covid and are not now not normal
2: Oh, I, I, I mean, agree I, with that. Um, but I, I, I think... No,
1: go ahead, Alien. Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to say just br- briefly is that, like, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I'd concur with what uh, Henry's saying in terms of being materially determined, um, just observing that, yeah, we, we see sort of... Um, uh, you can you observe from afar a lot of these sort of very masculinity-obsessed guys, like, do sort of religion hopping or denomination hopping from one thing to the next when they can't... Um, you know get, I mean, the, the sort of classical one that everyone makes fun of is you know, Rod Dreher becoming like a Catholic and then uh, from there becoming like uh, orthodox after everything like that anymore. And that is like a pretty common path for a lot of people, but we don't know, we also see it in terms of like, yeah, like um, Andrew Tate's whole embrace of Islam pretty recently, which is of course, like, I mean, it, I think we'd have to consider pretty shallow when you hear what he has to say about it. It's clear that he really doesn't know, even like a pretty basic amount about.
0: It. Fuck bitches get money and then he's like inshallah <laughs> like what are you talking about dude and it's just it's so yeah. transparent with Tate because he it's just like a trend Finch like you know for a while the trend was kind of making fun of religion on the internet you know sort of atheism right. was um, prevalent as a system of beliefs for people that were very online and now becoming religious is kind of like that you know
2: so, Henry, you sort of believe it's kind of a, a pendulum effect? Is that they veered harder? I, mean, hard there's,
0: into I one. mean, there's that aspect. There's a, I don't know. I'm not a sociologist. If you ask somebody sure. like uh, Keanu Hidari, who's a historian, he'd probably give you a better answer than me. But I think mm-hmm. clearly. The conditions of contemporary life are such that people don't feel like they have meaning they don't feel like they have any solid ground to stand on and for a lot of people they don't even have family like they don't have friends if you look at polls which i'm kind of skeptical of polls in general but if you look at polls people will say you know i have maybe one friend or two close friends like people don't necessarily have any kind of network of people around them and in that environment you know they some people, they decide, you know I'm going to do, I'm going to dress up like an animal and get busy. And some people are like, I'm I'm going to become religious, you know?
2: Right. right.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, I know. I, I mean, I think I, oh, I'm so sorry. I've interrupted. No,
2: episode. no, no. Alien, oh. go ahead. This is public forum.
1: Oh, okay. Public forum. Public forum. <laughs> We're going to take stats. I, I mean, I, I the way I conceptualize it, you know, again, like um, disclaimers, of course, but like uh, the way I can centralize it isn't a pendulum. I think it's more of just, like, sort of a natural evolution in terms of, like, um, a lot of this sort of, like, new, um, extremely online hyper-masculinity, like, it's not a mystery or, like, a secret that it comes out. A lot of it comes out of sort of uh, incel and incel-adjacent forums and spaces. And if you look at... Um, If you look at like where those forums come from, there's like like PUA hate and stuff like that. It's very explicitly was people who were disillusioned from the pickup artistry movement, right? Which itself had uh, like a heyday with like the game uh, and uh, like uh, trying to think of the other guys. There's like I just lost the game. Uh, Damn, (laughs) Damn, we were talking (laughs) about like 2005. That really is like 2005. Like the yeah, like kind of early aughts. Uh, internet culture and then sort of like yeah like yeah like he's to the vip like yeah like mystery was another one of those guys where it was just sort of this fixation and i guess also you can throw in like tucker max maddox um this like sort of like late epic chuck norris bacon version of masculinity um, I guess right. Dick Masterson too, but Ma- uh, I think yeah.
2: <laughs> Dick, I, but, uh, I thought Dick Masterson was a bit.
1: Dick Masterson was a bit, but it was one of those things. It, it was, it's kind of um, people who are fans of his probably would really disagree with me on this, but it was kind of like an early version of like post irony or whatever in my view. Like it was, it was sort of a uh, the Dick Masterson bit is pretty interesting in terms of that. Yeah, it is sort of like a proto extremely online postmodern conservative bit in in terms of that he was like. Yeah, I'm pretending that I'm like a a huge misogynist, like extreme right maniac, when in reality, I'm just like a relatively right wing, like sort of misogynist guy. Right. It's good that Uh, you bring
0: up the right wing element, because I'm not seeing a lot of left wing people make this move. So it might be a particular thing where it's folks on the right who, you know, if you're like a consistent atheist, right? You have no reason to really be transphobic, because it's irrational to be transphobic. There's nothing, you know, I can't think of any reason why a secular humanist would take that position. But if you embrace some religion, then you can do this kind of irrational leap into saying, well, my sacred book, you know, gives me a justification for my transphobia, or whatever. Yeah, it's, Whatever's it's very motivating, funny that I was... right?
1: It's very funny that I, the secular person, am probably going to push back on you, the religious person, making that point. But I don't know if that's totally true. I mean, I think it's true that transphobia is irrational. But I think that, um, like, what it is is that it's sort of like you get an emotional response from sort of conditioning of like, oh, you know, you see something you don't understand or that seems like strange or that you feel challenged by in some way. You get this like strong emotional response that you on some level recognize as irrational, right? and And this like, what I'm about to describe, like this sort of took took place with like gamergate and like feminism also, is that so you just have this initial phase of like being really angry about it, but like not knowing why. And then it kind of goes into like, look how ridiculous these people are, but that only has so many legs. And so what it needs to be, what you need, basically, is for like, well, no, actually feminism is a threat to this thing called Western civilization or like trans people are, you know, a representative of like the breakdown That's well, so what I'm saying. Is
0: and what's Western like, civilization? It's Christianity, it's you know I mean that's why Andrew Tate in his video embracing Islam said that Western civilization's done, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean I, I think I get what you're saying. I think that it is like frustrating though in terms of that like what exactly is western civilization like they aren't super consistent as to what they mean by that like sometimes they include like judaism sometimes they don't sometimes they include like s- specific uh because
2: of yeah, course so there
0: ben are Shapiro you know is going to include I mean, judaism but you know the the white nationalists are not going to do
1: that
2: right i mean right, yeah, yeah, but but also, right. It, it all
1: tends to be pretty opportunistic
2: but also like you know western society you know also it's also pre-Christian era. So like Roman aesthetics, very popular with these Westerners. Uh, yeah, but Westerners. they just bring it in. Yes. They're
0: not, I don't know why. I think it's because strategically, like there's some of the more incel, like freakish uh, variety who are happy to try to revive Roman paganism or other kinds of, you know, uh, paint themselves blue type sure. <laughs> aesthetics. Yeah. I think most of them realize if they want to have a social movement, they have to do things like Stephen Wolf and dress it up as Christian, right? So it has to be Christian because Christianity is, you know, a popular religion. It's not very popular, right? It doesn't really match with, like, Americana to be, like, going to a bog and trying to, you know, pull some kind of ritual. (laughs) Right
2: agree with that. I mean, blood and soil spirituality, as I call it, is... um, I mean, it is a, a phenomenon you see pretty widespread among the right? But I, I do agree with that, Henry, is that a lot of people and I know this because Himmler attempted it. Um, a lot of people when you're like, we gotta save um, our, our civilization, we have to return to the pagan religion of our ancestors are gonna be like, oh no, I'm, I'm actually pretty... I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to change
0: my God, you know. Right. (laughs) Right. So yeah, I Um, think that's that's a lot of it. But again, I'm not a you know sociologist about these things.
2: Sure. But I I feel like, and this is more of a, I guess, a sociological point. But I I do want to hear both of your takes on this. A lot of this, um, you know, masculine feminine posing we see online is very much. It also stems from very much. As alien, you mentioned before uh, this very twisted version of what masculinity and femininity are, and like alien, you did pose to me a question that I really did have to ponder, uh, like a couple weeks back, which was uh, you sent me a text like, "Okay, how would you define masculinity and femininity?" And I I, I-, I sat with that for a very long time because I realized um, I did not know how to really define it because it is such The concepts of the masculine and the feminine vary so much by culture, and even the cultures within the cultures, because you'll have, like, you know, and and as I said to you, the the, the definitions of masculinity and femininity in, like, say, Indonesia are far different than they are in, like, Scandinavia, and even in the United States, you know? What is feminine, traditional masculinity and femininity in the southern United States? Is gonna be different than like the corporate feminism you see up north, right? Yeah, I mean, I
1: don't, I don't have a ton to remark on, other than the fact that like it's something that I am personally, I'm, I'm like doing research about myself. Um, I mean, what I can say, I, I can make some kind of maybe uninteresting remarks on it. Of that, I know that when Trump came to power, um, there was like a sort of genre of article that was kind of backhandedly remarking, in a way that I find a little bit unkind, like, uh. Like oh you know like tr- these guys all of traditional masculinity, but Trump is so gay. Like what's up with that? Like he's <laughs> so, he's so you know uh, effeminate or whatever. And you know, like he loves uh talk. He's all about like appearances. He loves talking about hairspray. He did it, he does this thing and that thing. And um, it is like it is interesting sort of to to view from afar in terms of that like that sort of led to Trump supporters like doing stuff like like photoshopping his head onto like wrestlers and stuff like that. And like, like, yeah, like, like, like Trump's head on top of like, like his own son,
2: his own son does that, which is very weird.
1: It's like, uh, it is, (laughs) it is in my, my head again, like this is all like just totally, you know, there's nothing professional about what I'm saying, but like in my head, I'm, I'm sort of imagining like that that's the Trump that in their mind's eye really exists. Like, they're in their mind, that's the truth that they see. I do know, um, and, and I, I have read about uh, this in a more uh, formal context, is that, like, there is sort of a phenomenon that you can observe with... Um, I know we're tired of hearing his name in connection to Trump, and I am too. But yeah, like, Vladimir Putin, um, or, like, uh, Katarov in Chechnya, if you if you don't want an example that's not Putin, like, do this thing um, where they... Uh, They conflate their own physical bodies with, like, the state and, like, the country um, a lot. And uh, just to give an example, like, I think of, like, uh, another thing that was a big meme about 10 years ago. All of those, like, promotional photos that Putin took of himself, like, riding horses and playing hockey. And, like, then it sort of... uh, He's also branched off at times into, like, more explicit things about controlling nature of like you know i'm going to you know get inside of a small plane and then lead geese south for the winter and like uh i'm going to uh he was like at one point in the mid-aughts i think he was saying he was going to make the the o river flow backward um and yeah he went through a whole period of being obsessed with cloud seeding these are all things that have been memory hold, but yeah he he sort of does uh things along these lines and there have been some people and rams and katarov does like very similar shit of that he's always posting on instagram like me at the gym and he's like doing like reps and i think like there have been people who've tried to kind of use that same sort of katarov-ish aesthetic in america as politicians madison cawthorn is probably the most obvious one i can think of where he would just like just post videos onto Twitter of him, like, punching a tree over and over again to show how strong he was. I, I don't, so, I don't have an answer other than to just remark on things that I think are I- interesting in it. I-, I think that you'd need someone who is, like, a, like an expert in gender studies to answer that question. <laughs> oh, thank you for the link, Henry.
2: No, I, I think those are all good points, Alien. I-, I-, I guess what interests me is how what we have now has been both shoehorn, uh, or, like, you know, these deranged people have been both, it's been shoehorned into this concept of one ideal masculinity, and, Henry, this is more of your field, the concept of biblical masculinity, because you will see these, you know, evangelical preachers being like, this, this is how a woman and a man should act, and the man Mm. needs to be this and that, and the woman needs to be this and that, and I feel that's very bastardized, because, Henry, I think you and I have very similar views on this, like, I feel that the masculinity presented in the Bible is very different than the one that these, you know, evangelicals and tradcasts and orthobros, you know, push forward. I, the most ideal, uh, not ideal, but like the, the most virtuous masculine figures I can think of are St. Joseph and St. John the Baptist, who are, are are very, very different figures than what, you know, what the ideal, you know, of the online trad is. But what do you, what do you think about that? What is what how do you think we got here? What is your concept on like virtuous masculinity?
0: Okay, so there's a couple things to unpack. I would say that in general, a big problem we have in the various Christian discourses is that people in my view, just personally, are not really honest with themselves or with others. They're not really representing the fullness, richness, and diversity that exists within Christian tradition. They're not really giving a presentation of the Bible. They're you know, filtering it and using it as a rhetorical cudgel and abusing it. I mean, they're abusing the text because we can't even speak of one masculinity in the Bible. The Bible is a library of texts that were written across thousands of years, any serious account of... Christian scripture has to account for the fact that they are scriptures plural, that there's a plurality of voices. And when it comes to, you know, let's just take a very literal approach and say, okay, well, what is marriage in the Bible? There's a lot of different depictions of marriage, and there's a lot of different uh, rules at different times and places about how husbands and wives should comport themselves. It's not like there's one rule about marriage that's the same in all times and places. That's just not true. That's not how it's presented and if you want to harmonize them and to come up with a general principle you can do that you can attempt that there's nothing wrong with doing that it's not like i'm against theology or something it's just that you have to be honest with yourself and others that's what you're doing and when people say well you know the traditional christian approach has always been opposed to homosexuality that's just not true because homosexuality hasn't always existed saint paul never met a homosexual he didn't he doesn't know what homosexuality is nothing in his writings is against homosexuality because it didn't exist it didn't exist Sir. you know moses isn't against the gays there were no gay people in moses time it's just absurd and it's just unserious and so i think part of my project is to try to be more serious about it you asked about well what how did we get here And i mean it's just transparent we have the religious right we have certain as i said earlier people like stephen wolf who if you dress up your political program in Christian rhetoric, you can get broad, you know, a broader appeal. The right cannot openly convince or persuade the majority of people in a democracy to support their views because the program of the right is opposed to the interests of the majority of the population. So what they have to do is they have to talk about um, lurid, divisive issues like trans kids or abortion or whatever else it is. Things that really get people fired up and that divide the population in such a way that they can maybe get you know forty eight percent, forty seven percent of the vote. And given the you know the nature of American democracy, to take an example, you don't need a, a strictly speaking majority of the population. You need a a large enough minority and you can have electoral victory. And ultimately the power is with the Christian right because they control the Supreme Court, which is the ultimate authority in the United States. So, you know, it's just this, um, how can I put it? They have to dress up their program in such a way as to get enough of a popular support that they don't face open revolt and, you know, uh, attempt their governance of the country as they see fit, and so they'll, you know, they'll talk about the Bible every day if that's what it takes. I mean, they would talk about the Gita if, if the Gita would convince anybody. You know, it's to me, it's just a transparent abuse of the text because theologically, they can't, they have nothing to stand on, and this is one of the reasons why c- Christian conservatives cannot uh, really hold court in the academy because none of their views are really academically credible. So they have to create parallel institutions they can't teach at harvard or yale or stanford or duke or whatever they have to teach at grove city college and redeemer seminary and you know southern baptist theological seminary and even that they you know at calvin college there's this big uh uh, brouhaha right now about the gay issue because they cannot have any academic respectability and hold the positions that they hold because they don't have any args so to speak right they don't really have a strong justification and so they just you know okay well i'll make my own college and the rules of my own college is you have to believe what i believe in order to be here and then i can be a phd and i can be you know a a dean and i can have all these academic titles and this you know that's how it politically works then you can get you can traffic people through these parallel institutions just like you know with Fox. I mean, it's, there's a whole conservative media ecosystem in order to traffic ideas and people. Does that make sense or is that too convoluted? No, that minds?
2: that does make sense. That was a very good answer. That's and why they do point, all these
0: things, right?
1: No, just one point, Henry, is that I I know what you mean when when you say there were no homosexuals at that time. Um, but could you could I I could imagine a listener thinking, "Well, surely we know that there were people in Greece and Rome who uh, were men who had sex with each other, like, what do you mean? Like I, oh, yeah. Well, this well, is also
0: part of the issue is that because the general level of education in Western society is relatively low, uh, people have these completely outmoded or uh, fallacious conceptions of the past, right? So a lot of people are walking around with a basically Freudian understanding of psychology. That is, that there are these kind of uh, desires that society either represses or they don't. And so, there, you know, there were always gape you. I think the, the Catechism of the Catholic Church even says this, Finch. Something like homosexuality has always existed in different times and forms. Is that correct, Finch? Um, Let me look this up. Catechism of the Catholic Church. Homosexuality. Josiah, you can cut this. It it seems
2: you are taking a very Foucaultian stance, and I I agree. Um, Foucault does say, does he not say, um, there's always been homosexuality, but uh, uh, homosexuals are a recent uh, constructor. Uh, Yeah, I have it in front of me
0: right now from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. So this is uh, from Part 3, Life in Christ, page 56, subsection 2357. Homosexuality refers to relations between men or between women who experience an exclusive or predominant sexual attraction toward persons of the same sex. It has taken a great variety of forms through the centuries and different cultures. Its psychological genesis remains largely unexplained. Basing itself on sacred scripture, which presents homosexual acts as acts of grave depravity, footnote 141, uh, Genesis 19, Romans 1, 1 Corinthians 6, 1 Timothy 1, Tradition has always declared that, quote, homosexual acts are intrinsically disordered, persona humana, eight. Tradition has always declared, oh, excuse me, they are contrary to the natural law. They close the sexual act of the gift of life. They do not proceed from a genuine, affective, and sexual complementarity. Under no circumstances can they be approved. And this paragraph of the catechism just has numerous factual errors. It's just simply not true, empirically speaking. It's not even Tell us more. It's not even true in the way that it's uh, applying terms because homosexuality does not per se refer to relations that is to sexual acts. And you know, I'm not an expert in the catechism, so maybe by relations here they just mean like friendship also. I I understood that to be to mean acts. What do you think that means Finch? When it says it refers to relations? I think acts because
2: I believe that homosexuality is tolerated. You know, yeah, so between. I think
0: I think that, that the catechism is just poorly thought out, right? I don't think they're intending to teach error. It's just this is a very Freudian conception where homosexuality is this, you know, um, in, inner thing that we just repress, basically. <laughs> you know, it's uh, I, it's just a kind of a silly presentation because obviously, where were the homosexuals in the time of Genesis? There there weren't any. You know, and this is, you, know, you brought Foucault a moment ago, Finch, but this is one of the things that Foucault elaborates in the uh, history of sexuality is simply that the conception of sexuality as we know it emerged in the 18th and 19th century. Before that, you might succumb to uh, the sin of sodomy. You might you know, have a desire to have sex with another man or a woman with another woman, and you might succumb to that temptation and commit that act. But that wasn't constitutive of an identity. You could perhaps be considered to be a licentious individual, right? You could be considered to be somebody who didn't practice self-control, but you would never have some kind of, you know, this is my orientation. This is, as they say, my predominant sexual attraction. What does that even mean? You know, those are just completely modern concepts.
1: I I mean, I think that, like, uh, my, my view on it is a little bit different in terms of, like, again, this is probably just me because I'm not a Christian, right? But, uh This is one of the things that has always sort of bothered me about Christianity is that in effect, what it often results in is that pretty much any sort of in reality, what it it, it often results in is that pretty much any sort of like absolutely depraved or horrific or immoral act between a man and a woman is basically tolerated under the idea that, well, hypothetically, there could have been reproduction involved that they had chosen there to be. Whereas, like it, it essentially does default to that most of the time in terms of
0: what it. I wouldn't say that. I think that's a, an exaggeration. I mean, I don't want to get into it because it's. A, I don't think it know. is.
1: I mean, these sort of like you know pickup artist guys who are then like talk you know praying at night. I think that if you're if you're saying your goal is to have sex with as many women as possible and then are calling like bit like saying you're in line with what the Bible. Believes about I I don't know. Do that. There may
0: be guys doing that. I'm not going to deny that's occurring. I'm saying specifically within the Catholic example. If you went to your and Finch, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think if a guy went to his priest and was like, you know what, I'm trying to get as much tail as possible, the priest would give him a talking to. I mean, in theory, Finch.
2: In theory, yeah. I mean, like you're by not the
0: book, to... that's not actually acceptable, Alien. Yeah. Now maybe book, at Pastor Bob's, you know, sex church, that's okay. I don't know. I mean, you can always no, but have this some is my... weird, you know.
2: Oh, uh, I, I get what you're saying, Alien. Is that like, uh, you know, like violence between heterosexual violence is at times tolerated because, like, you know, well, you know, it's you know, it's between a man and a woman. Right, know? and like
1: tolerance for like marital rape and things like these that I find like, right. like, and I. I agree, Henry, with the general look, but my, I don't know, one of my issues that I just feel like, in terms of how it often plays out and maybe, you know, you can say I'm I'm sort of um, using a straw man or something, but it's really not, what I'm describing is really not um, far away from what I've actually observed in reality, is that that a very large percentage of people who are invested in some idea of, like, a Christ-based sexuality, what it 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 usually ends up manifesting as is some kind of like it is just whatever it feels like it is it's just this kind of mystery box right and that's kind of a problem in general we're like because then I these see, guys read i
0: see so this is a more general critique yeah i think in general christians have a really bad response to sexuality i mean for for a long time it was um something that people just didn't talk about right mm-hmm. and then it became something that you know, now I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know where you want to take this conversation, Finch. I don't want to, uh, no, no, go uh, my... yeah, well, take I it just, wherever that's... you
2: want to go. This is I, I would forum. say,
0: so this is kind of my theory about how we've got to where we are in the church regarding sexuality. If we accept Foucault's idea that sexuality emerged in the 18th and 19th century, that our conceptions of gender and sex as we know them are properly modern phenomena at first the emergence of these things did not really take anybody, you know, nobody took real notice of them, I should say. And then right. over time, the their effects became more and more prominent, but the whole system of sexuality and gender identity was not exposed until relatively recently. What I mean is that the emergence of feminism, for example, or birth control or homosexuality or whatever, each of these arrived as if it was some kind of independent question for the church. How are we going to respond to this? While in the meantime, this whole gender and sexuality, all these discourses were just imported into the church. So heterosexuality became normatized. It was just normative without, but nobody thought about doing that. Right, it just happened because, as over time, that's became what normative in general. And now today, because so many of these things have cropped up, we see actually underneath them all is this this common substrate. And part of what I'm interested in doing is treating the whole thing as a piece and not as individual. You know, not as wa- playing whack-a-mole, but saying, okay, what is this whole game? Does that make sense, Alien?
2: Because no, a lot I mean, of people just basically sense.
0: think like you know whatever when I was a kid and Reagan was president and we were a real country and men were men and women would shut up and make me a sandwich that's just like they just assume their cultural baggage and then just label you know they come up with a hasty theological justification.
1: Yeah, I guess that's my biggest issue with a lot of this stuff is is that like, um, yeah, that, that's a good summation in terms of yeah it it bothers me right and it, that the reality is and. I mean to be like <laughs> to be like a little unkind about it like the, the things we've just discussed are basically like uh the reason that sort of broadly the fewer people uh, the fewer at least white people in America who believe in God probably the better things are going to be for example trans people like um because I think that in many cases God is not God God is like a shibboleth for this vague idea of like the past or like a time when everything was okay and you know that's why i think you see a lot of these reactionaries like they love like advertisements they love like you know yeah like soap commercials and then there was like another guy who was like getting on blast a couple months ago for like that he was just like posting all of these like like uh sort of rockwellian paintings of like like kids eating pasta and like playing like N sixty four or whatever, and I think to like most young people who are like Christian or whatever, what they basically see it as is like like no fap with an ideology attached to it. Yeah, that's a good um, that's a
0: good summation. It's no fap with an ideology, and I yeah, would no, agree, I agree if that's what that. religion is. Then the less people who are religious, the better.
1: Yeah, I
2: that's, mean, that's to borrow from uh, Carcass O'Fallon, uh, a lot of people in the U.S. just wear religion. A, a, in his words like the skin of a flayed corpse. It's very yeah, much Yeah, that's a
0: good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now um, that's
0: not actually yeah. what the tradition of the religion teaches of course, right? And so right. that's the but other, no, the other side it... of the piece. But I mean, Yeah. It's but hard Alien brings up a good care. point. Yeah.
2: Alien brings up a, a a great. That is a fantastic point, Alien. Is that like oh. God is not they don't really believe in the concept of God. They believe in like <clears throat> You know the, the 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 status quo that God, quote unquote, sort of represents to them. You know, I don't think
1: it's even the status quo. I don't think it's conservative. I think it's
2: reactionary. Like, uh, I think it's so you you quo. you like it's a simpler the the simpler time, quote unquote. That God is that be- is yeah. that better phrasing? it's
0: It's a nostalgic, infantile yeah. impulse. That's why it's the N sixty four is joining the like you know. The soap commercial, right? You know, right. it's like I, back in a simpler time in 1995. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, what are you talking right,
1: about? Right? Yeah. That's which is so funny because it's like I mean, it, it really. This is genuinely. I, I this. I, I was gonna say it's a prediction. It's totally even a prediction. It just will happen. Is that yeah? In like five to ten years, people will be like, "Oh man, like a simpler time, 2007." Like the <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs> man, like, I missed. I, I missed miss the pre nine eleven like... years.
0: Yeah, this is why people on the right will, like, pal around with guys like Dave Rubin. It's because Dave Rubin is the right kind of gay. He's the 1990s-style gay who's, like, you know, not in your face about (laughs) it. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Man, I can't imagine being Dave Rubin. Like, just be (laughs) Oh, I can't. Right.
0: He's getting paid very well.
1: Well, okay, fair enough. I don't know, to me, I just feel like, okay, actually, fair enough, right? Like, he is getting paid super handsomely but like damn this guy is like just grinning in your face i would just be like i hate you
0: (laughs) yeah and it's just i mean i don't know what if you want to talk more about the social implications finch or the actual theology but you know this isn't a new issue with christians we always have a kind of tension between ourselves and the the time and place we find ourselves in and the places where that tension is uh dysfunctional or non-existent are dark days for the church and right now is a dark time, you know, it's oh, not no, a dark time for the church right now, because either we are, like in my tradition in Russian Orthodoxy, either we're completely in bed with the state, <laughs> which is the case with Patriarch Kirill, or right. we're in this kind of insane opposition to the society, not in the name of the kingdom that is to come, but in the name of the N64 that is now, you know, in the, the attic or whatever.
1: Right. Right. <laughs>
0: It's
3: just
1: yeah. corny.
0: Like I don't know what else to put it. It's
1: corny, man. It's just it's bullshit. It is I, funny I, I, too to see. Oh, I want to talk about this. Idea. I'm sorry, Finch. Can I? Pivot? No, no. Go I'm ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. I've been interrupting you. I'm no,
2: really th- dude, it. you're you're like uh, <laughs> you're Socrates. Okay, you just okay. say what mm. comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
1: it just it is funny because this this is a good way to go into a brief thing I wanted to acknowledge for the sake of this show is that like uh right after Lula won um there was that account the like bolso friend did you see this finch i might um, have i might
2: there's have. this
1: guy there's this account <laughs> i'm, I'm pretty much just making fun of this guy his this cat's already been deleted so it's whatever uh but yeah after um uh lula da silva defeated uh bolsonaro uh there was there there was i found out about there's this account called like bolso friend i think that was uh, <laughs> the guy who would take like the cute like the cute version of Pepe, like what Apu, Apu. Apu, is it? Apu. is it? Yeah. Whatever. That like the, the one yeah. that they used to use in like Finland. Like they they it has right. that one, the cute, the cute Pepe. And would like he'd post like different memes that he had made of like a a Bolsonaro cute Pepe doing things. And was like, no, like I'm destroyed. Like there's a communist takeover happening in my country, and then people were posting like, We're we Hilo here, bro. I feel I, I feel you. How and much like in a do you guys see offline? Um it, offline? None. Like I only found about this because like um one of my friends said that to me, I think. Or maybe I saw it on my timeline. Oh, is this the guy who
2: was like pray for me and then and then they were just like sending like the pepe yeah, hugging yeah, each other?
1: Yeah, they're like sending pictures of the two pepes hugging each other and being like Heart, like, heart level reaching? 100. Like, it's these like people... they're just Reddit guys. Like, everyone's a Reddit guy these now. These
2: people are children. <laughs> they, they're like... Everybody... What's this ass, back man? To
0: nostalgia, man. I mean, this is to go back to the, the thing of masculinity, Finch. Ma- what does masculinity even mean? If this is masculinity,
1: you know?
2: Right, but these well, guys yeah, I mean, that's... definitely... They, they definitely see themselves as alpha males, you know? They definitely want women to submit to them. Right?
1: Right. And then they want to talk like it's funny, too, because it's like they're not even they didn't even invent that they're like talking like tender queers on uh, Tumblr like eight years ago. Right. Hmm. Like I remember when I was in high school, like you would you would type like that if you were like, like, like a a non-binary sapphic teenager and. Like, now, they just all, they can't create anything new. Like, they just have to always be cribbing from one thing or another. It's just something about them. It is funny, too, of that, like, even since I was talking about the language and the aesthetics of it, like, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, a, a, a while ago, I think it was Jackal found this guy? I can't remember. One of them found this guy who, yeah, was, like, posting, like pictures of himself like super muscled out at the gym in like a cut off like cut off sleeves uh america first tee and then like right after it, he was like henlo friends i'm trying to make friends on twitter.com
2: what the hell is- <laughs> yeah
1: yeah uh one of the guys could probably explain that guy in more detail but yeah i mean i think it is funny of that like everyone has kind of adopted like aesthetics that are like it, it is this thing of that i was talking to this uh, about something r- close to this, uh, Finch, with you regarding to how Kanye and Kyrie have been talking. Uh, I don't want to fixate on them too much, just because, like, I think... Whatever. But, like, I-, I think that they're doing this thing, like, rhetorically that I think is going to end up being... Really effective, and once I noticed that Kanye was doing it, I was like, "Oh, that that could be really good." For, like, Do you think that right
0: they're gonna convince uh, the right wing to become white five percenters?
1: No, no, no. I mean, I think wh- what I'm describing is like literally just like a mode. I am.
0: <laughs> You're gonna go to a um, park, and there's gonna be a bunch of people in MAGA hats holding up signs saying, "I am."
1: <laughs> um. The uh, he does this thing. Kanye does this thing when he's talking where when he is like uh when he's on offense he'll like say the most heinous horrific shit possible right and then but then when he's on defense he'll just immediately go to how dare you say that to me you're in de- invalidating my feelings like you're making me feel unheard you don't have the right to say that to me and i think that that is like like if you see the you know the pro bolsonaro guys being like like there's a there's a U.S.-backed coup happening in our country, in our country and, and you guys aren't doing anything. Far right-wingers are being, like, there's, how dare you support, like, U.S. imperialism in Brazil. Like... Wow. It, it is, we are kind of heading towards, I don't know I've been ranting for, like, a long time, I just haven't tried to get to this point of, like, I do think we're heading towards this sort of singularity of, like, mean on offense, um, I'm being attacked on defense, um that that i think is is going to be like the mode of internet arguments from here on out at least partially Mm.
2: take any any stone you can and throw it at your enemy right
0: Mm. yeah i think it's it's interesting uh, what's going on with Kanye and Kyrie. it's a very um, it's it's a very strange turn i mean the when Kanye became evangelical, I was worried because I was, you know, because evangelicalism is, I mean, this is part of the issue, Finch, and this is why some of your friends are mad at me in general, is because oh my God. we have to talk about everything as if it's okay, right? But the reality is that evangelicalism is not okay. There's a lot of very serious issues with evangelicalism. And Kanye becoming evangelical and openly doing this, you know, Death Death Deathcon 3 on the Jews stuff is not, they're not unrelated I mean, what's his version of Christianity? He's palling around with Joe Osteen, with John MacArthur type people You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. That's what he's being exposed to and I can see why somebody like Alien would look at that and be like, it would be better if the guy just stayed an atheist, you know Say what you (laughs) will about uh, man, you did something nasty with some pictures, at least that that track kind of had a bop you know, the music not only <laughs> <laughs> fell off, but like Kanye has gone even more crazy than that. And I just, I don't know really how to respond to that because I want to, you know, I want to say as a religious person that that's not how it really has to be. Right. But that right. is how it is for a lot of people. So I think that's one of the reasons why I'm glad that I'm Orthodox now is that I don't need to proselytize. I don't need to tell anybody, like, yeah, you know, alien, and unless you become a Christian, you're really screwed. Like, you know, we're actually pretty screwed. That's one of the things I really liked about the Orthodox church uh, among the people I met IRLs because the way that they talked about being Orthodox, like, yeah, it's really difficult. (laughs) It's not this like (laughs) sugar coated solution to your problems thing. And people pretend like that's what religion is. It's just, it's fake, man. It's fake. It's like a culty, it's a cultic mentality where, you know, you want to validate your thing by getting other people to use it. And like, you know, I get it, but it's,
2: it's a really good point.
0: It's just, you know, I don't, like I don't want anybody else to marry my wife (laughs) you know what I mean like I'm glad that I'm married but I'm not trying to like get other people you know my wife is great like cool (laughs) you know what I mean like why, why would I I'm not going out and selling my wife so that's kind of I think that's a tell that there's something going on here that a lot of people on the right I mean and you know if you go into their forums their discord whatever you see that they're explicitly debating what's the best vehicle for our fascistic political project
2: Right, so you're, so they're really running We a should all be aggressive... Catholic,
0: we should all be Orthodox, we should all be this, we should all be that, we should be but Presbyterian, it, it, whatever.
1: Yeah, so right, and that goes but, back to kind of, like, fascism 1.0, right, of like, you know, uh, Hitler saying in passing like, god oh, damn, like, we should have, I wish we were, we like, didn't have a religion that, like, had a carpenter as the leader, like, that's, like, really hard to sell to my ideology. Right.
2: Like it... <laughs> it, It's very much a aggressive, uh, prezelitization that you see in these like certain very yeah. bad evangelical wings
0: and the masculinity stuff it's all about i mean look uh you brought up rod Dreher earlier alien why is rod Dreher out there tweeting about other people like where are the fathers you know his ass is across an ocean from his own children <laughs> <laughs> yeah right that's why this he's is, like, doing Central it Europe. you don't you don't have to like pretend like there's this huge bigger deeper explanation it's like the dude has a guilty conscience about abandoning his own family,
1: right? And right, like mm-hmm. when he's
0: talking about, I have, you know, we must accomplish heterosexuality. Like, what are you talking about? I've never heard a straight person say that. <laughs> right, right. Oh, except before you, excuse me, before him. That he's the first one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> like what? That
2: was a shocking article. I got it. Let me you, uh, you, I want to go off track. One, yeah, I want to go off track for one second because I know both of you read it. That was a shocking mm-hmm. article that he just put forward. Saying, I don't know if
1: it's shocking. Hey, for real, I wasn't shocked.
2: I mean, like... Uh, I wasn't kn- I would say it was shocking, but not surprising. It wasn't surprising. It was shocking that he just went ahead and said it. Right? right.
1: It was shocking that he... I didn't think we were ever going to get anything that was as clear as that. But I had kind of known... For, I had been like... Yeah. Uh,
2: come for on. listeners, <laughs> uh, there is a part uh, in hey that girl, article...
1: Come on! There you go.
2: People that listen to this true. know what it is.
0: And look, I'm not coming yeah. with like crazy smoke for Rod. I'm just saying, when you look at his pr- positions on issues, why is he so obsessed about sexuality
1: mm-hmm. that or is fatherhood? Right. You draw but the I, conclusions. I'm not a shrink. I'm not a psychiatrist. Was, but Henry. I was looking back at like I was looking back at like old Rod stuff, and like I was thinking about I was thinking this like a couple days ago, and I was thinking about um, how often Rod was just obsessed with like. Specifically trans women was like a real thing that he was completely was in for a long time. And I'm just like, bro, if there's a second article where he was just like, why do you get to say, Oh, I want to be called by she, her pronouns. Everyone wants to be called by she, her pronouns and called a woman. Like, I, I Wow. I, like, if that ends up coming, then that, that if, I'm not saying that Will. I'm not saying whatever. I don't I mean, know, the, man. What,
0: I'm not I'm not speculating about that. I'm just saying that Mm-hmm. The idea that heterosexuality is a good thing that must be accomplished, it's symptomatic of what I was saying before, that right. heterosexuality has just been assumed as normative and good. And you don't mm-hmm. find that anywhere in the tradition. The whole, I like all of the, the, what people are passing off as traditional is like, this is what people believed in 1958. <laughs> like that's not traditional, actually. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's not traditional. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I can show you. We can go through the list right. if you guys want. Let's go through the list of quote unquote transvestite saints. There's I a mean, lot right. of them, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah. But I want to make a point. Sorry. And then, Alien, you can get to yours. Uh, And this is a general point. I think Christianity without self reflection, without any sort of contemplation or awareness, is very destructive. Very. Yeah. Because that's what, you know, that is like, you know, and you see this a lot in Orthodoxy and, like, you know, monastic Catholicism and stuff like that. Is the reflection of the self, right? Your relationship with God, you know, the sins that you have committed. And, you know, people like Rod and, you know, Sanctimonies, Evangelicals, Tricasts, ortho- Orthobros. They do not seem... They, they either do not have the capacity for that self-reflection or they are too afraid to have that self-reflection. Or they just don't think God cares. And so... What do you get when you don't have... And, and this goes back to the aggressive prosi- uh, proselytization <clears throat> tactics. <laughs> Shut up, <Haley. laughs>
1: Proselitization.
2: I said it correctly, okay? This is like, uh... This is like that, gu- that guy who screwed up the Chernobyl pr- pronunciation.
1: Oh, uh, Joe Budden, when he said you haven't watched the jokes with Chromanol?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome.
1: Yo, <laughs>
0: let's talk about corny corny people, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, But, no, but Christianity, without that self-awareness, becomes... That, I think, is really what motivates the aggressive, sanctimonious proselytization. the you are doing something wrong. I'm going to call out your sins because I do not have the capacity or the courage to reflect on my own.
0: I think that's that that's certainly an issue. I would also say that I think people really do believe, like, if you're Rod, to go back to him as an example... His Mm -hmm. worldview is a coping mechanism for the real world, right? And I'm not saying that my worldview isn't. Like, obviously, we all believe what we believe for different reasons, and it's kind of silly or sanctimonious to believe that, you know, oh, what I believe, you know, that's just completely dispassionate, and everybody else is... No, I mean, we're all kind of emotionally motivated. I get it, right? But at the same time, so much of... And this goes back to Kanye also. Kanye and Rod, like... just fix your family situation man like why are you out here talking in public go deal with your family you know you're the father you're in a position to actually do something you know alien like what are you gonna do ranting about trans women uh you know hitting volleyballs too hard in like high school sports you can't do anything (laughs) about that what
2: is your yeah (laughs) what is your perspective
0: figure out your kids
1: go see your kid
2: yeah no yeah i mean
1: yeah I, i totally agree with henry um like the i don't know we're past an hour this might be a good place to wrap it up but like yeah i totally agree i mean i think that like any sane per- if you read some of those old like rod articles where he's like you know uh like has quote-unquote viewer mail or like reader mail i mean when uh, you think that it's quote-unquote like, is crazy i'm just I'm sending his own ass mail i mean i, I yeah i kind of there's some things <laughs> where i'm like okay i don't know this sounds a lot like you it's either I'm sure exact, is either him or Jackal is actually another, Finch's
0: like... alt by the way. I'm not convinced that Jackal is actually a separate person.
1: There's all <laughs> you There's all that, people <laughs> No, come on, come on. There's when he sends his, when uh, he says himself male allegedly where it's like, "Hey, I was staying at a hotel and there were a group of 100 uh transsexuals having a sex-type party <laughs> next door or whatever." It's like, "Okay, well that didn't happen." Like you need these yeah, maybe
0: it did, but why was he there? <laughs>
1: Well, like, and, well, that's the thing is that's like that didn't happen, and if it did, so what? Like, it. But again, he no, no,
0: that's not him. the question. Is how did you find it, man? If that was happening, <laughs> how did you find it? I have never <laughs> seen that happen, and I've stayed in no, plenty of no. hotels. You know,
1: no, no. I mean, yeah. I was like that. I'm like cribbing a couple of rod things together. He was also get pretty racist in some of those, which I I, I find pretty like abhorrent. But yeah, I, I don't know. i Whatever. Maybe we can just wrap up here since we're an hour. But like, yeah. I mean, I. I Do you current only current go
0: for time. an hour, Finch.
2: We can go like fifteen minutes over if you guys. I, like, it depends. I on don't
0: what care. I don't know what you want to podcast about, so I'm just chatting.
1: This is like I a mean, Twitter I, I,
2: I mean, I, I, I've enjoyed this conversation so far, Josiah. You can. I'm go gonna say... all this little off mic stuff, but um chat. Here,
1: here's what I think is that I think Finch. I think for next week you should you should at least watch episode one of True Detective.
2: Okay, I will <laughs> watch. True I think
0: Josiah should be able to just answer a simple question about whether or not oh he my thinks God. I'm a Henry, piece of please. shit.
2: Please, Henry. Because if he doesn't
0: think I'm a piece Henry. of shit, then all he has to do is be like, Henry. "No, I don't think that," and then we're friends. Henry, Henry. Okay. He's gonna listen um, to this. I'm I'm extending him an olive branch. Um, right. <laughs> I was. I am like um, such a reasonable, easygoing guy.
2: <laughs> he's gonna get. He's gonna be very irritated hearing this why but, is okay. it irritated
0: Josiah. what have i, I ever want to done
2: to it. you man all right. i've
0: never done shit to you
2: okay you all guys got right. all <laughs> this out josiah right.
1: um hold on. no i don't know i think we i thought we wrapped up pretty good on that rod stuff maybe even, it's even so. better before you go to before you even like go to me i don't maybe really care about rod bad. that
0: much it's just like his example recently was so crazy with the whole yeah like the, right. the two the, the double whammy of the where are the fathers and the you know, you have to accomplish heterosexuality. Like, just interrogate for yourselves. Even if you think I'm crazy and all the Foucault stuff, why would you have to accomplish heterosexuality if it's, it's this innate, natural thing? Why would you accomplish it? Right. Like I that don't. Is, I, yeah. I,
1: I, what does that mean? To I don't accomplish think accomplish it. it.
0: Like you just be, you would just be like, if you're a woman or a man or a heterosexual or homosexual, you don't have to accomplish it. Like it's some external work. You just like, you know, this is who I am. And you might want to practice some masculine virtue or some feminine virtue or something like that. You might have a scheme where, you know, mentally, okay, I need to, you know, if I don't exercise, then I'm not really being a man or whatever. But the idea that you would accomplish the basic heterosexuality itself is crazy. You know the conservatives would never accept that you can accomplish being a woman. Like, no, you're just you are what you are. They don't even want to accept the idea that you would be assigned uh, a sex at birth, right? Mm. They would. They want to say that it's simply recognized because just who you are. It's not something accomplished. It's not something constructed. But Rod is taking this position of like, no, it is constructed, and it's a good thing that it is. You need to construct it for yourself, like. What it, it, it's almost like, I don't, I don't know, I have to go back and read his article again to really give a good analysis, but it's almost as if he has the Freudian conception of polymorphous perversity. Are you all familiar with this? No. No. So basically the, the polymorphous perversity, I'm not going to, we're at the end of the episode, I'm going to be very, give a really brutal, uh, brief summary. Basically the there, idea is that really you could be into anything, right? That's like this kind of dark, chaotic, obscure aspect of like the human psyche right you, so really you could just do anything right and we th- this chaos i this is kind of a jordan peterson ish maybe he's getting this like in a weird way from jung through freud i don't know how to think about this but that's not really how sexuality works and if you study it you can see that no it's 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 not something that you accomplish man like it, it's also taking because at least for freud given all the critiques of freud at least he understood that these things were civilizationally linked does that make sense like it's the yeah. whole civilization that is um re- you know pro- provoking this repressive uh move onto people but rod mm-hmm. fully internalized it it's like no i must accomplish the repression <laughs> right, right. Yes. it's so crazy it's so that, that is that. that to me is really shocking just the degree to which he's um pulled it all together i guess
2: yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Uh, I think with that, uh, we will wrap up the episode. Um... Wait, hold on. You, you
1: should go, cut all the stuff just... about Freud. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this is good. I said it was good. Uh, but before you go, I just want to uh, throw out. Uh, let's get a couple of Yo Pierre. You want to come out here? Yo Pierre. You wanna Yo Pierre. You want to come out Pierre, here? Come out get here? some bruh sound effects, And uh, now play the True Detective theme. Okay, bye. <laughs> what about this
0: whoa, whoa. Lucia Lu uh oh, wait, track wait, that wait. I put in the the Discord?
2: Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go, uh, so um, <clears throat> where can they follow you both, Henry? Oh, you know uh,
0: uh, my my uh, Twitter handle is at Josiah W Sutton. <laughs> What's your
2: real Twitter handle? You asshole. Uh, my t- my
0: <laughs> Twitter handle is at Are You Sure bruv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have never talked heard for a lot Brov's longer about Square I am, bro. No, I'm at Henry J.K. Wallace on Twitter, at least until Musk uh, does something weird.
2: Right. And Alien. I'm at, uh,
1: at Stewie Griffin DJ. <laughs> Yo, that's uh, such a nasty name. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: What is wrong with you? We should re-record this whole ep on a different topic. We should just talk about, like, uh, the DJ sets.
2: Why Why he no. t- why he chose the name Stewie Griffin DJ? Yeah, we and should do can, that. Yeah. And yeah, you can, can follow can... me at Finchawar for hot mm. takes. At
1: War.
0: Finch is, like, uh, such yeah. a good friend and good person. Thank you, bro. No, I'm serious. If you follow... Finch is, like, very chill, relaxed... Yeah. Finch has never really pulled any kind of bullshit that I can recall. Sometimes Finch is <laughs> really you know. worked up in feuding with people, though. But it's never <laughs> been with me, so.
2: No, it's never been with you.
0: And normally the you're other person with... was wrong.
1: Where you're am I always with, like, a type of, like, right-winger I've never heard of. Like, you're always, like, that was the... Or, like, that I had, like, heard of but never encountered. Like, when you first were on, uh, when you first were, like... Uh, on Twitter before you remember came out I remember just getting like, what are you like? What are you doing? And you're like, oh I've just been in a fight with a neo-confederate for like two days. Yeah, you, you
0: get in fights with like guys who are like uh, their bio is you know uh, Catholic incel monarchist.
2: Well it's because they're super racist and I don't tolerate racism. It's, it's pretty simple. No I agree with you. I just, I just never see them in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean these people exist online. All right, yeah, well, sure, it was I'd great think. having you both on, uh, on. Thank you so much. All this right. was a great conversation. If you ever
0: want to have a more structured convo, we can do that. If not, I understand. Hey.
2: Hey. Hey. All right, hey. goodbye, everybody. <laughs>